This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. That's right. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals. Today we'll be chatting about our thoughts about the first seasonal event, the first fishing tournament, some community questions, and of course that giant update we just got and we are very excited we're so excited we recorded two podcasts that's how excited we are with me today as always is nick crazy red medsker couldn't be more excited for the old jolly red treasure traveler to be coming around i do kind of hope he gets a pirate motif that's a little yeah that's pretty rad and then also with us for sure at five in the morning is Sean Shrubbery Abbott. Hello, good morning. I am very tired. <laughs> it was a long day yesterday after being up from far in the morning yesterday to do it all again today. But yes. yeah, I'm also yes, there. for sure, for sure. Blame Nintendo. Blame Nintendo, 100%. And I'm Dan Wedding Season Caparello. And um, we don't know what wedding season really means yet, but I hope I get to marry one of my villagers. And we'll talk about more about that later. Uh, let's jump right into things, guys. Yesterday, we recorded an entire podcast, um, and it was great. We thought we did a great job, and then a couple hours later, Nintendo dropped some pretty significant Animal Crossing update news on us, and we went back and forth about what we should do, and we decided that we should all stay up late slash wake up early and do it all again. So, you will be hearing uh, on the front end all of the news our thoughts on it, what you're going to see with Nature Day, Crazy Red, the museum upgrades, all of that stuff. And then we're going to cut out and we'll, 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 you'll be able to listen to the entirety of the original podcast and some of our predictions that turned out to be uh, pretty dang accurate, if I do say so myself. For sure. So now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's talk about the news. To kick things off, we are getting Nature Day. The Nature Day event is going to be from April 23rd through May 4th um, for Nook Miles Plus members. So if you haven't unlocked Nook Miles Plus yet in the game, presumably you're unable to partake in the Nature Day event. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, that's how he made it sound. I mean, so I understand we probably mostly have done that. Everybody's, but if you're just starting, I thought it was yeah. an important little node to put in there that if okay. you're not there, it's not available. Like if April 23rd, you bought the game and you're like, yeah. I want to do Nature Day, you might be SOL. That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Good, good. So what happens on Nature Day? Well, a special event with limited time Nook Mile challenges that focus on landscaping, flowers, and the new addition of bushes and shrubberies, which is really cool. Very, very cool. I'm very excited. Can't wait to dig into that. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about Leaf actually uh, being leading this and uh, seeing his, he's going to show kind of introduce his traveling garden shop during this thing. And, uh, and particularly because I, I know Sean's our, our resident botanist, but um, there's, there's flowers that we have had trouble. Is that the way to put it, Sean? Finding like, like the mums. Yeah. And, it was Fantastic Fox that helped us out with that. He had him in his shop, didn't he? Just for yeah. that one day, I think. Wow. Yeah, so now Leaf will be able to help us out with that because that's partly what he's going to be doing is giving us the more rare uh, flowers that aren't in that aren't native to our island. So uh, that's exciting. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, that's what's up. That, that's some good stuff. Y'all are obsessed with the flowers for some reason and, and more power to you. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we're going to keep getting uh, additional rotating shops in our square. My hope is that someday you'll be able to make those shops permanent additions to your island. You know, but I guess we'll have to just wait and see about that. Um, the next update is that Crazy Red if you remember Crazy Red from previous Animal Crossing games, he sold you maybe fake, maybe maybe not so fake uh, pieces of art that you can display or put in your museum. Um, he this was actually part of the data mine um, leak that happened last week, and um, and you know as as the leak said, they were it was accurate. It said Crazy Red will appear on your private beach which is the little, I didn't even know that I had this until very recently. It's like a little teeny little spot of beach in the very top of your island on one of the very top squares. So go all the way to the top and change your camera angle to look down instead of to the side and you'll be able to see it if you don't know where that is. Some are actually easier to find than others. Um, like mine, mine is invisible. Yeah, see, that's the way my son's was. But mine was not. Mine was very, like, it was on, there wasn't a second level to hide it. But my son's oh. was hidden by a second level, so you could just see, like, the bit of sand. And so, yeah, so he's got to get to terraform that thing yeah. out so he can see it better. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to take care of all that as well. Um, anyway, he's going to be on your private beach. He'll sell an assortment of paintings and statues uh, confirmed that some of which will be forgeries and there presumably will be a way to tell which is which. I don't know what that is yet, but somebody will tell us. Some of you out there on the internet are insane and you will tell us. He will also be selling existing furniture on the same color variants and a brand new set of red exclusive furniture. That's pretty cool. It gives him more of a purpose than selling bogus pieces of expensive art. Yeah, and for anybody who hasn't played this game, you gotta understand this stuff is gonna be pricey. I mean, red yeah. was red was a lot of money. You could go into red and spend a hundred K easy. So uh, I mean it, as long if it's gonna be anything like before, which so far it seems to be a lot like the previous Animal Crossing. I mean you walk in there and you could drop a hundred K bells, no problem. So Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Hopefully there's a little bit, it's a little less nefarious than it was in previous Animal Crossing because spending 15K on a fake painting feels real bad. I'm kind of hoping that with the, the upgraded um, graphics that we've got on New Horizons card against the ones on New Leaf, that it'll be a lot easier to tell the differences between the real and the fake. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't get my words out. I'm still really. That's tired. okay. <laughs> you got to get that coffee down, Sean. We're, uh, we're rolling. <laughs> I'm really excited. I mean, well, first off, I guess we're talking about that Leafs coming in. We're talking about the Jolly Reds coming in. And I mean, when I look back at my last 30 days of play, I don't feel like I was without something to do. Like, man, there's going to be, there's going to be somebody on your island all the time, every day. Like you're going to have, I mean, between CJ and Flick and Mabel and Kicks. I mean, all these people come in and, and new stuff going on. I'm really excited that now it's just like, now there's going to be two more shops that show up randomly. I mean, they're really stuffing that thing full of activity. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I wasn't missing anything. I didn't feel like I was. And now there's more things. It's just how many things can one game hold? Yeah. Moving on, we have museum upgrades. We have paintings and statues coming um blathers will start accepting paintings and statues as long as they aren't a jolly red forgery look out for those forgeries again and there will be a specific room for them just like there are for fossils and dinosaurs and um fish and bugs so presumably maybe the upstairs of that museum is about to get a bit crowded yeah so there's a couple oh go ahead sean so no so i'll just Sean was just yawning. Crowded. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a couple of screenshots that have been seen and kind of blown up because that's what, you know, the internet does. Um, and so they don't show the entrance to the, um, to, the, to the museum, or they don't show the entrance to the painting room, I guess is what I'll call it, uh, gallery room. But it, when they do show the, your guy walking into the museum, and they showed two painting or two screenshots uh, side by side, and you could tell that that above the stairs was different. You could see just a sliver of it above the stairs was different from how it looks now in that same camera angle. So, I mean, it sure seems like that's going to be where you're going. You're going up those stairs, and there'll be a room up there, presumably, or something like that. That's kind right. Of yesterday's podcast as well. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That was mm-hmm. that was kind of part of the leak. A little bit. So we had a bit yeah. of a discussion and you guys will be able to be privy to that conversation later in the show. Um, also on this update, we had both the museum and the nature day are expected to be available immediately when the update releases on April 23rd, um, which is in two days. If you live in North America, when is that Sean? That's three tomorrow. days tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, really? Okay, y'all are ahead of us. I, do, I don't know how time works. <laughs> um, so the only thing that is interesting to me about this piece is that they are not, they're not making you do anything for it. So like, you're going to update it. And so the museum looks different on the outside than what it looks like now um, when, you, when you look at the update shot. So, I mean, I'm surprised that they're not like, you need to go and find 20 wood and or something, you know, but they're not, they're just apparently from how this sounds is it's just going to change when the update happens. Yeah. It'll be like a permanent update to the whole game. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Moving right along, we have the May Day Tour event, which is taking place from May 1st through May 7th. Um, this is really cool. I like this a lot. It's introducing uh, May Day tickets for use um, with the Dodo Airline. It looks like special mystery tours, tour islands. It looks like there's some kind of like puzzle element to it or like treasure hunt type of thing, um, which is pretty cool. I really like that a lot. And there was a uh, glimpse of a very familiar friend from past Animal Crossing games. Rover apparently makes an appearance. Maybe. We don't know what he does or why he's there, but there is a screenshot. And I, I'm, that's a thing. And not only is it a screenshot, you can clearly see it. Like, this isn't something where it's like, well, an internet guy took it and blew it up, and there were five pixels that if you, you know. I mean, this was very, like, I went back and looked, and I was like, dang, how did I miss that? Like, he's in the top right. When they start talking about this, you got they show a guy jumping around one of these mystery, mayday mystery islands, I guess is what I'll call them. And in the top right, you can clearly see the white and the black of Rover, and he's got that red and black checkered sweater on. He's not facing you. He's facing away, um, like he's looking off in the distance. But it is clearly Rover. And I was like, I can't believe I did not see that when I watched this because it's not hidden at all. I mean, they wanted you to see it. I'm going to laugh so hard if it's just like Bob in a funny sweater, <laughs> right? It's just, it's just like, eh, sorry, we didn't mean to make it look like Rover. Whatever, Nintendo. You know what you're doing. You yeah. know what you're doing to us. So, but in that video, um, the, so like, you're right. It looks like a maze. They've used the shrubbery that now exists in the game to shrubberies make... Shrubberies and holes, right? Shrubberies and holes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And rocks and trees they've used yeah. to make like a natural maze, like a garden maze kind of thing. And at the end of it, they come to um, like the toolbox. Like when you drop an axe or something, it has that red toolbox that it is encompassed in or whatever, enclosed in. Um, and so he like goes through the maze, he jumps the hole, and then he just like, right as he, you can see the toolbox, it, uh, it fades away. So it'd be cool if we got some kind of special tools or something for, you know, finishing this Mayday maze, um, which would make me much more happy than getting a uh, bunny wand at the end of all my work. <laughs> no, yeah, that, I, I agree. The, um, I'm really excited about to see what kind of interesting new islands we can explore. Um, for sure, I have some nook miles stocked up for this so yeah. we are ready moving on we have international museum day happening may 18th through may 31st you'll walk around your museum collecting stamps at various exhibits and um, they didn't really explain too much of it but in a real um stamp like a museum stamp day thing you collect all the stamps and you get a prize at the end so um so that'll be pretty cool maybe there's some special museum items you can get or maybe maybe that he'll let you walk away with an, an item from the museum as a prize who knows really but uh well i'm excited to see what exactly this looks like um i got nothing on this one you were you were like the one i was like what the heck is this and you were like well haven't you ever and i was like oh no i had no idea so i'm i'm really yeah. excited this is like fresh for me i'm excited to see what they do on this the only time i've ever done anything like that is when we went to the harry potter world <laughs> tour in um near london and there was like every time you got to a certain point you could there was a stamp you could collect and 
you didn't get anything at the end. You just had this really nice looking passport, and it showed that you'd gone through all the different segments of the uh, the Universal tour, right? Yeah, it's that kind of thing. They do that at amusement parks and anywhere where you go and like can like see different things. Um, and the final piece of the puzzle here is wedding season event from June first to the end of the month, the whole month of June. Um, there's a classic song that goes a little something like they say when you marry in june you're a bride all your life and apparently in animal crossing that holds true so we are introducing returning characters reese and cyrus i have reese's amiibo card i do somewhere in here there she is reese was from the recycle center from new leaf that was like the closest thing to diy that we have now where like that you could change the color of things and they could build you furniture and stuff like that um they they took all that away and they just gave you the power to diy whatever you want um but that's the closest thing we had in past animal crossing games with reese and cyrus they were really big in pocket camp too i believe if i'm correct they are the ones that you call to do your crafting Yes, pretty uh, much. Yeah, so uh, so those are familiar faces for all the mobile players that have shifted over to this as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll be you'll be helping Reese and Cyrus set up a- uh, anniversary photos in Harvey Studio for wedding themed items. Um, I just I still want to marry um, Gwen. Just want to marry that penguin. That's what I want to yes. do. And <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it, Matt. Net, Nick, I'm not. I get I'm so sorry. flustered about it. You I are. You're all people's you're names. Like, <laughs> That's how that works. Whoever you are, just let me marry my penguin. <laughs> um, well, you know, you're one step closer now with this, right? I mean, you're one step closer. I'm just gonna. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna gift Gwen all the wedding items, right? And we're gonna get like a. And then I'll put a tux on, and we'll get like a. I'll get like a like a candid photo of her just standing around with the wedding stuff on, and me with the tux on. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make it work. So have you been in Harv's Island at all? I did one time and I said, huh, this is a waste of time. And I left and never went back. (laughs) So, I mean, you can take your Islanders, your villagers, and you can put them in Harv's Island for photo shoots. All right. Well, that's what we're going to do then. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you can do that, like if you can get Gwyn and just put her there and there you go. I mean, you got you got everything you almost ever wanted. Okay. I feel like this is get to a, gonna this this. There's potential for this to go to a really dark place, and I don't want to go there. So we're gonna move on, and we, that's that's uh, actually we're not gonna move on because that's everything we have to say about the update. Final thoughts from anyone, Nick? I'm I'm really excited for it. Like I I think that's pretty obvious. Um, I I they just keep bringing out more and more stuff for this, and like I said, I felt like it was good before, and. Um, now I think it's, it's even better. And I, to be uh, honest, um, I'm going to steal something that I believe Sean said is just like, it gives you a little bit of a complex. Cause now you're like, okay, um, I'm trying to keep a, I'm trying to keep ahead of the game and now there's going to be shrubs and where am I going to put them? And how is this going to work? And it's almost like, it's a slight anxiety. Like, well, I got to be ready for this so that I don't fall behind. And yep. so, so yeah, anyways, but it's awesome, man. I love it. Yeah. When, and terraformed the whole entire back upper part of my island moved trees moved a a full river and a clifftop pond to make space so i could move my house and have the shrubbery all around the house and yeah 
<laughs> went full on stately manner. So I'm going to try and have like a maze garden and that's awesome. Oh, maze garden, dude. That's what's up. I need to figure that out. Um, I did the exact same thing, Sean. I terraformed the entire upper level, upper level of my island to make room for like a wilderness path thing that I'm trying to build. Um, I, I don't, yeah, that's, it's, yeah. You could sink an ungodly amount of time in this game. And unfortunately, I don't have an ungodly amount of time. So things are moving very slowly on, uh, on cheese, which is the name, of my, the name of my island. Well, we're going to, uh, I think that's, that's all we're going to say tonight because obviously we were all very tired. Um, see, when Sean gets tired, he gets quiet. When I get tired, I, my mouth moves faster than my brain, and I just start <laughs> saying weird stuff. So before that happens anymore, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, transfer you guys to the original podcast we recorded last night, which has a lot of great content. Um, like I said on the top of the podcast, we talk about uh, how what we thought about Bunny Day. We talk about the fishing tournament. We have some community questions. Um, so stick around for that, and we will catch y'all on the flip side. Now we'll go back. <laughs> With me today is Nick, the host Metzger. Happy birthday, Dan! One why day are late, you the? What? Yes. Why are you the host again? I thought there. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> why am I the host? Someone tell me. He hosts because... the first catalog pie from the Dark Crossing channel. That's right. Uh, that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Also, the sultry voice of Sean, the botanist Abbott, who's giving us all the flower tips. Yeah, I'm ruining everybody's sleep. <laughs> yeah, enough. for sure. Mostly Nick's. And I'm Dan, the birthday boy, Caparello, because yesterday was my actual birthday. I turned 34. Happy birthday for yesterday. Happy Still birthday. feel 20, but here we are. Anywho, we're going to top things off of the episode with a community question because uh, we were going to talk about it anyway. And then Third Strongest Mole swooped in and saved us from having to come up with an introduction. So, Third Strongest Mole asks, now that Bunny Day has wrapped up, what would you like to see from future holiday events? I expect crafting limited items will be like a focus, but I'm hoping collecting them is a little less intrusive on daily tasks. Like maybe for Toy Day, we get materials by giving gifts to our villagers, or for Halloween, we get candy from visiting houses at night in costume. Those are all really cool ideas, by the way. Let's start off with some thoughts about Bunny Day. Final thoughts, because we did a little bit of this last time. Um, what, what do we think about Bunny Day? It was crazy. <laughs> um, and the, the last day was a massive push. I mean, I, I think we spent Easter Sunday, like, morning, once we'd done the Easter egg hunt, and the kids were sort of, like, watching a film. We kind of jumped on me and the wife, and it was like, right, she wants all the DIY cards. I already had them. She was running around chasing because she joined literally the day before Bunny Day. So she joined on the night. Oh, she started playing the day before. Yeah. So wow. like she had a load of catching up to do. Um, but yeah, she managed it and she collected the DIY cards, which got you the little toy, which then you had to make the Bunny Day wand. Um, but yeah, she managed to do all that, but it was crazy. I think. 
probably was more crazy for me because I was helping her. So, but yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nick? You also kind of went crazy on the DIY stuff, didn't you? Yeah. So I got it all. Um, I thought the patch was very helpful. We talked about that last, last podcast, uh, it made it much more fun for me. I didn't have a problem with the amount of eggs after that patch. Um, uh, the only thing, my biggest problem, I guess is, and maybe it's because there was the fishing tourney and one of the items you could get in the fishing tourney. And I know we'll talk about this next, but was the fish wand. And so you went through all this work to collect all these items to basically get a DIY card for a wand. The payoff just seemed a little like meh. You know, so I was to like, to be well, clear, to be clear, the wand is essentially a skin for the wand you already have. It does the same thing. Yes, exactly. Change costumes. Yeah. And so for me, it was kind of like, well, meh. You know, like I already got a wand. I got two wands. Now I have three wands. If I want to, I didn't even craft the bunny day wand because I was like, why? I don't, I already have two. I don't know. I just thought the payoff at the end, I was looking for something, something a little bit different than that. Yeah, totally. Totally. I thought it was fun, but I didn't take it as nearly as seriously as as you two did, which seems to be kind of a theme as we play through Animal Crossing is I'm kind of like, hey, it's all good, guys. Just chill and have a martini, have, you know, get yourself a mojito and sit on the beach and enjoy the music. <laughs> well, everybody else is like, I need bells. Where are the freaking eggs? <laughs> but I, I honestly, I, the bunny was really freaking annoying and I'm really glad that he's he's gone now. Uh, the, the amount of memes yeah. that I saw online. Oh my gosh. Went into chop the bunny up and serve him as dinner <laughs> yeah, can, can i tell you the bunny did not bother me near as much as it bothered the rest of the internet i don't know i mean if the internet wouldn't have been on fire about it i would have been like oh this is a pretty nice bunny look i don't have any problems i don't know i didn't have an issue with him but it's just gross looking and weird i nah, yeah not see, a fan. the rest of the world definitely did so not a fan not a fan of the bunny i think um, it a for um, the amount of annoyance that people had originally for pulling up eggs all the time Right, like who runs an event like the Bunny Day and the fishing tournament at the same time? Yeah, that's a good segue. Right, it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Bad news. Bad news. Yeah. Fishing day thoughts. Um, I'll start this one. Uh, uh, it was a little. So I hadn't. I, I don't know how everybody's getting like fifty to sixty bait because that seems like an incredibly time consuming thing. And I don't really have that much time. So I did, I would get 10 and then I would like go fishing and, you know, cause 10 to 15, I couldn't, I usually didn't get more than 10 in any one given three minute period. So that's what I did. And I never, I, once I found out that the big prize was another wand, I kind of just was taking the little prizes that he was giving out and I got the anchor and I got the wallpaper. And I was happy with that. Um, so I didn't, so didn't have a ton of time that day. So I did the best I could. But overall, I thought the facilitation of the fishing tournament was really fun. You know, he gives you a time limit. Go catch as many fish as you can. There's a little bit of a way to cheat the system with the bait. So if you know how to do that, you can like really get some high numbers. Um, and you can work your way towards that uh, – nook miles achievement of getting a hundred fish caught with no misses so i overall enjoyed it uh any other thoughts on that what so for me and i've 
I felt really kind of bad about this. So my son was like, hey, do you want to come over to my island and, and do this with me? And I was like, no. I was like, no, I got to get this done. No, I got to get these. Oh, I gotta don't get... you get extra points if you're doing yes. it? As... Yes. Yeah, okay. so, I didn't so know he... that. How does that work? Yeah, so here's the thing. So I'm like, no, I got to get this done. And basically in my head, I'm saying, I'm thinking, you're just going to be in my way. And so, so you know, no, I'm, you, we'll, we'll fish together, but separately on our own islands. And so then my mom, who is like super in at this point, she's in to Animal Crossing, comes on, and and my son's like, hey, can I come over to, to Yaya's Island? And so they go, and then I feel like a jerk, because then all of a sudden I realize they're making, like, double points, and so now I'm like, oh, I'm in. Let me in. Like, I want to do this too now. So I feel really bad. But, yeah, that's the secret. Like, it was a great – one, it's – one, you get more points. But, two, it is a ton more fun. Like I was feeling the grind. I was probably 150 points in and I was like, this is not fun. This is really just work at this point. And I, I would not have made it and jumping over to jumping over with friends is just great because it's like, so you can have one person that starts, starts the fishing tourney while the others go out and find a fish to start with, you know, and then you start it and then everybody's bantering back and forth and you get more points and it's more fun. And that's really the way to do the fishing journey if, if you got friends to play with for sure i think yeah it was the same for me um because Lindsay hadn't got the upgraded residential services building she didn't have isabel and because she didn't oh. have isabel she didn't get the notice about the fishing tournament so the only way for her to take part in it was to come to my island um and yeah, the, we quickly rattled through. I mean, I've in my house, I've got all three trophies on little stools um, next to the fishing mat that you get with the fishing print next to it and the rods. It's sort of like I've kind of set up a bit of a trophy cabinet. But nice. yeah, we were the same. It's like whoever spoke to CJ last would start the next tournament. We didn't use any bait and we were flying like we were getting eight fish on average, eight to six fish a time without the bait. And like the other person had run to this, the shore and wait, and then we split the island up into two. So I went down and left, she went down and right. And then we sort of like come back across the top of the cliffs and meet each other. And that's just what we were doing, just constant loops like that. It was great. It was fun. And it helped build her Critopedia up. She's on, she's caught 50 fish in a row without losing one. She hasn't hit the 100 yet. I, I got to 94. And then lost one. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Really, <laughs> gosh. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, it brought a, a good multiplayer online touch to the game. So, like when we first started talking, way before the game started, um, the game was released, and we wanted to see multiplayer mini games, having everybody over, getting double points, and yeah, it kind of added that multiplayer-esque to the game, which I'd, sort of like, I'd, I'd like to have seen. So it was a good Yeah, touch. for sure. My um, only... I wish they would... I wish they would broadcast that more. You know, like, uh, before it all before it all gets down... I mean, this is all about community, right? That's. I mean, it seems to be what Nintendo wants. Broadcast that this fishing tourney, uh, there's benefits to to having everybody come together because as a community we could have totally been like I just didn't think about it quite frankly we didn't really know what's going on but we could have been like hey let's come together you know and do this but we uh, 
didn't know that was a thing, so we didn't really know. But it'd be nice if they had done that. But it's nit- that's just a nitpicky thing, but it's something. Yeah. No, I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the fishing tournament way more than anything Bunny Day had to offer me. Um, so coming up is Earth Day, April 22nd? Second. Yeah. So, and uh, we expect to see Leaf on that day, as he has shown up in previous games. Does anyone remember what Earth Day was like in New Leaf? Or no. any other previous? I have no recollection of what it was like. I would assume there's some connection to getting wood or fruit or sticks. Well, so Leaf was a gardener, in or he had a, he ran a garden shop in New Leaf. Oh, okay. And so I could totally see there being some type of, and this also goes back to Pocket Camp. Um, I could totally see there being a flower that comes out that's special to this event. Um, and this might not happen, but I mean, this happened all the time in pocket camp and they seem to be kind of pulling from their experience with pocket camp when it comes to events. Mm. And so I wonder if that'll happen here too, where there will be, I'm horrible with flowers, but there, I so I'm not even gonna try to name one, but there will be one that's not one that is currently offered. That'll come out for this event. You grow it. Um, and then you somehow have to like pick those flowers or something, maybe propagate new ones. And I don't know. And then you can trade them in for DIY cards or something. So that's kind of what I wonder. Totally conjecture. I have nothing, no basis for that. Yeah. We don't, we have no idea right now. And do we know that it's happening? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I thought I remember seeing something like that, but I, you know, it's hard to separate the rumor from the, uh, from the news here. Um, my other thoughts are the stuff that we're going to chat about later that will potentially be spoilers for anybody from the data mining is we might see something from that appear. Mm-hmm. I wondered that too. I wasn't going to say it here, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. So yeah, so we could get, we can touch that when we get into the spoiler cast, but for sure I could see that being part of it. Yeah. Definitely. So we're going to jump into some of our segment questions next. And the first thing we're going to talk about is Nick and I tried our best to pull off a swap and drop party. And if you don't know what a swap and drop party is, basically, um, if any item enters your pocket in Animal Crossing, then it is automatically added to your catalog that you can then go to the little Nook ATM in your town hall and order. So the idea is you go to a friend's town, you bring a bunch of items and they drop a bunch of items and you guys pick them up and drop them and then pick up your items back up, go back to your town and you have all the items you picked up from their town in your catalog to order now. It's a way of expanding your catalog fairly easily. So we were trying to do it with four or five people um, and well, Nick, it was semi-successful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, well, but first off, we have all done this because we did one at 7 p.m. on That's Saturday, right. too. You did, for... you did one for the Europe people. Yeah. yeah. And so some Europe people jumped in and then also some of them European people jumped in. But we also had some of the North Amer- uh, some North American people jump in, too. That sounds really bad. Um, because, uh, you know, they were just busy at night. That one worked out great. I have no idea why. There was no problems. We had, I think, what would you say, Sean? Was it five, six? Yeah, there was me. We had Frosticles, um, Third Strongest Mole, I think, came, Drew, um, and yourself on the island at the same time. Yeah, myself. And then my mom was there too. So there was at least six of us. 
So, um, so there was at least six of us on this island, and it worked great. We all dropped our items. There was no problem, no lag, no nothing. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Everybody picked up their stuff and left, and life was good. Um, and it goes real quick, by the way, if you want to plan one of these. So just kind of give you, I just terraformed like a little bit of the island and made these little like four by four sections where everybody, like that was your booth basically to drop your, and I told everybody to come with 10 items. There was a spot there for 12. Um, it was great. And I just put little ropes in between there. You can drop your items and then there you go. And you don't get them mixed up with everybody else's stuff. And so it's not that hard to do. The party only lasts, I mean, people, what was our Sean? Maybe 30 minutes or something like that? Yeah, and, it took didn't take long. Yeah, not at all. But then we tried to do it at 10 p.m. And that was not yeah. as successful. I blame um, myself. And I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I feel like every time we had internet issues, it was related to me. See, to be fair, Dan, I thought that too. But, 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 then, but then it just started to happen no matter what. Colin was coming in and boom, down it went. And then I opened the gate. I opened the gates and I'm like, okay, guys, just come one at a time and get your items. And before anybody even came, nobody was on their way gate was just open and my system was like yeah connection error your gate's closed and i'm like wait nobody's even on their way i was there connection issue so i do not understand and this has happened only one other time and we all know nintendo's not the not uh, doesn't have a stellar track record when it comes to internet stuff right but when my son and i were trying to hang out um there was one time where we just could not connect it just would, and I don't know what it is. I'm not a programmer. I don't know why it happens. I don't know if it's on Nintendo's side or what. But like we, everything else was working. When we got done with it, we were my internet. I was able to stream, and everything was fine. I even went out and told my wife. I was like, "Listen, if you can just not stream for like 15, 20 minutes, just in case it's my internet." So she shut everything down. So I don't understand what the problem is, but when you get that, it's really frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating because, you you know, we were trying to do it with a, with a couple different people, with few people. And so when you schedule something like that and then you have internet issues, it just sort of puts a damper on the whole, the whole situation. And I still have to go back to your island, Nick, and get my items. You're not the only <laughs> like, one. I- yeah, it's not that big a deal. Like, I could order new items, but it's just like, it's a, such a hassle and like, gosh, man. Yeah, you I know. still have Ebisel's items and I still have yours. Yeah. Just sitting I, there, I'm I, like... Not going to touch them. I don't want anybody to think I stole your items. So no. And for that reason alone, I highly recommend. Please do not do this with total strangers. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's just going to make everybody mad. Just do it with people you know that you trust. Um, yeah. And that's the beauty of us being part of the Nintendo Dads community that we've got such a vast amount of people from different hemispheres and different areas that it's. Yeah, it's fun. It brings a really, it's a good aspect to to have such a, a great community behind you to do be able to do stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we trust each other, so we're not going to, you know, we we were joking about Nick having this master plan where he the only reason he joined Nintendo Dads was to get, to get our Animal Crossing items. <laughs> Once he got him, he was out. That's right. I was just He's like gone. done. Just like cut off from the Discord. Yeah. Nobody's going to see me again. I got sixty free items. I'm good. I'm done. Yeah, all that digital stuff. Was it worth it? Yeah, and that kind of brings us up to our next topic, which is um, what do we consider cheating in Animal Crossing? Because there's a lot of ways to sort of 
game the system in one way or another and none of it is like hacking per se they're all things that the the game allows you to do but does it detract from the spirit of the game if you do things like tarantula hunting turnip exchange uh, time traveling those kinds of things so uh, so I'll, I'll let I'll let Sean I'll let you speak first on this one. What is your opinion on cheating? How far can you go before it's considered cheating? For what me, do you think? I think the only because you've got to go in and make a, a hard change to your system, which to me is the only thing I can see as you're having to back in the old PlayStation days where you had to have a put a cartridge at the back and prop your lid open with a pen and change discs and stuff like that. You're having to make a, a hard change to your system. Um, is time traveling, altering the internal clock on the switch to put yourself forward a week, backwards a couple of days? Uh, that to me is like I don't understand why people want to do it because it's not like I've not made mass amounts of money just playing this the game as normal, visiting other people islands, or I've. I, into the, the tarantula hunting not as heavy as some of the people in the community but i have done it a couple of times um but yeah i think time traveling is the only one where i'd think mm, do you really need to do that do you really need to go i mean i'm hoping today i'll get the expanded nooks cranny because it'll have been 30 days tomorrow for me where i'll have had it and i've had a quick look in my nook miles i spent over seven hundred and fifty thousand bells on the island so, oh, can you go in and see how much you've spent? Yeah, it's called um, Bell Ringer, I believe, to do with okay. like ringing a uh, a till. Where is that? It, it's in your Nook Miles thing. If you think it's like maybe eight level down, so if you scroll through all the cards, there'll be one that says Bell Ringers, and it looks like it's the stamps got little pictures of bells, like bell sacks. It's um, really okay. smart. I never thought to look at the achievement for that to figure out how many you've already spent. That's really smart. But yeah. that just that's for the entire island. It isn't just for Nook's Cranny. So if you've got Able mm -hmm. Sisters or the Nook Shopping ATM, um, it, it, I think it might add all those together. But for me to have hit nearly 700,000 bells, I'm assuming a great majority of it will have been in Nook's Cranny. So I'm kind of hoping for that. But it's off topic a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think time traveling is the only one that I can see is the, the cheating aspect because you're having to make a, a hard change to the system and you're only doing it for the benefit of trying to speed your process up massively through the game by going that far forwards. But that's it. I'm looking up what my... Uh... I'm looking it up now. <laughs> so for me, um, there are there's like two aspects. One... What do I think is actually cheating? Even if you want to, like, I don't know. Even if you want to time travel, you do you in Animal Crossing. That's always kind of been my motto with this game. It's not my thing. I don't I don't like the time travel. It's not what I want to do. Um, I also don't really like the turn-up exchanges. I think it, uh, I think it just, it progresses for me, the game, too fast and you just get done with it. And then it's like, I like the struggle in the beginning of Animal Crossing of just working with a small community and doing it that way. But if that's not what you want to do, then you play the game you want to. For me, the only thing that's actually cheating is like, 
so for instance, when we first got the game, there was this, there was a, um, a glitch in the game where two people could be on the same island together, have a cardboard box, put in, this is now patched, so don't try it. It's, it's out, but something like this. Um, you put a cardboard box down, put a, like, uh, you could put any item you wanted on that cardboard box. One guy, one of the, the two of you, one of you would spin the cardboard box continuously, and the other one would try to grab the item, and you would, it, you would be able to put the item in your inventory, but the item would stay in the box. And so you could do that as much as you wanted, which is basically in the community called duping of items. And so like, that's the only thing that I consider cheating. Um, I don't, I, I just don't like it. I mean, I know it was something Nintendo didn't realize was there and then they patched it later. But for, for me, it's definitely not how Nintendo wanted the game to be played. Um, if you want to, if you want to time travel, that's not how Nintendo wants to play the game, but if they really didn't want you to do it, they could stop you from doing it, or at least punish you a lot more than what they do in this game, hardly at all from what I understand, if you, if you time travel throughout the, um, throughout the calendar. And the turnip exchanges, like I said, I think it just moves it, I think for me personally, it moves the game along too fast, but if that's what you like to do, that's fine. I like working with our Discord community, because it's still a little bit of a gamble, like is somebody going to have that good, good um, price? Um, with the turnip exchanges, you know, I mean, you can basically buy bells on Sunday, look on Monday, you'll have uh, a decent amount. Yeah, can we define what the turnip exchange is for those who don't? who don't know. Sean, do you want to go into a little bit of what that is before I share my thoughts? Um, so Turnip Exchange, it's a website. Um, I'm just going to quickly pull it up now so I can describe it a lot better. Um, it's a website where people can host their island. So you you put, you open your gates up to anybody via a dodo code and you put that dogo code in the website you then put on how much your bells are worth and your island name that then opens up a, a queue for people and the people then join the queue can be anything up to 200 people in that queue waiting to visit your island um, and basically it's just like a shopping market for decent bell prices um I mean, I don't know if we're going to go into it a bit further. Before. Yeah, we will. My, I wanted to get a good definition out there for the uninitiated into what a turnip exchange is. I used it kind of vicariously through one of our community members who got who got a code, and they dropped it in our Discord, and they were like, "Hey, I got a code. Some y'all can sneak onto this island and get like four hundred and ninety for turnips." And so, um, I was on, so I did it. And, uh, I mean, I got a great price. I got off and I was just kind of like, cool. You know, that was easy for me to do. Do I feel like it's cheating per se? I mean, none of these things I would define as cheating, but they do sort of mess with the spirit of the game. Um, and I mean, anything that Nintendo allows you to do in the game, like they're not going to patch out Dodo code so nobody can do the turnip exchange anymore because the Dodo code allows you to do tons of other things in the game. So, um, and the same thing with tarantula hunting. It's just, you're using the systems Nintendo set up to sort of game the system a little bit. Really, you're just gaming the system. Um, and I agree with both of you about, uh, um, about, uh, about, I agree with you, Nick, about the duping. 
that's that's like straight up cheating that's like they patched it so obviously it was cheating <laughs> um but you know the spirit of the game to me is that you're not you're not necessarily it's not designed for you to gain millions and millions and millions of bells and just be able to to fast track your way through the plot if you can call it a plot you know um that's that of course this is my opinion and if people want to min max their way through animal crossing that's totally up to them just like you said nick it just kind of feels like okay like you know it becomes less and less impressive to me when somebody has like a super impressive island when it's like yeah and i use turnip exchange and i have 10 million bells and it's just kind of like okay well then you game the system there's nothing impressive to me about it um you know so um what 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 impresses me in animal crossing is people who have elaborately interesting islands and cool setups and they use the tools on their island to create something very unique that impresses me and so um obviously that's that's a time investment you know but it's supposed to be a time investment that's the point of the game anyway that is my thoughts on that the, the one last thing on the time traveling we haven't seen yet the cloud save um function right. come now i think once you get the cloud save function obviously for them to be able to synchronize the device and the cloud save to keep everything so you're not like massive time ahead if you so you save your device you've got all your bells blah blah, blah all your items and then you think right i'm going to change the time on my device and jump forward six weeks because i want to do this event before anybody else how will that affect your cloud save because it'll no longer be in sync with time and date mm. and obviously the internal clock for the servers for the cloud save will be massively out from yours and that's when discrepancies will start happening and is that when we're going to start seeing people penalized for the time traveling never thought about that <laughs> the systems the systems in play at animal crossing are just confounding to me how they're able to keep all these things in sync i'm sure nintendo will work it out but like you said it's like how are you logistically how is this going to work it's yeah, that's, that's amazing. The one last thing, real quick. Um, I did. I was thinking about this today as I as I was reading this question. I mean, we all have, especially except for the the duping. They're all like these artificial things that we that we these artificial boundaries that we put in, right? And I think it's funny. Like, and I I call out myself because I'm like, well, listen, if I use my Discord community to get better belt to get better turnip prices, that's okay, okay. Because it's a small community. But, but if, if I, I search, the, yeah, the whole yeah. world I'm yeah. searching for, yeah. of course I'm going to find something. Yeah, that's not okay. I can't do that. You know, like, so I totally admit, because there's somebody out there that's like, that doesn't make any sense. I totally admit that yeah. I am setting my own personal, like, almost artificial boundary of, like, what I think is, and we all do this, right, and everything, but in AC, in Animal Crossing, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is okay, but this is not. And for me, personally. And so it is an artificial boundary. If Nintendo allows it, it's there. If they didn't want it to be there, they could totally be like, you know what? If you take turnips on a plane, then they spoil. 
the moment you get to another item. They could do that in a heartbeat if they didn't want you to do, if they didn't want you to share terms. That's um, true. And they didn't. And so if, if Nintendo leaves it open, then hey man, do it. Yeah. If they, you know, if they're not patching it out, cause they have been very vigilant with their patching. Mm-hmm. If they're not patching it out, then they're okay with it. You know? Yep. And I mean, to be honest, the amount of things you could do with bells in this game is fairly limited once you pay off your house. It's like, how many bridges are you going to build, really? Mm-hmm. You know, the nook, the nook shop has a limited number of items. Your catalog gets filled up. So what are you going to do with your bells? You're going to have giveaways on Twitter? That's what you're going to do with it. <laughs> you know? Um, the real currency in this game is nook miles. So mm-hmm. they don't let you exchange those. No. So let's move on to um, uh, a little bit more. We actually kind of already went through a bit of the turnip exchange, but I wanted to hear from Sean if you had any other pointers or tips or thoughts on turnip exchange before we move on to our spoilerish section of our podcast. Um, all I can say is if you're going to use it, be careful what you do with it. I mean, me and the wife saw yesterday there was people asking for, I don't know, you can't regulate it, 30% of whatever you make. Um, there were also then people that wanted 10 Nook Miles tickets, which when you say Nook Miles is the real currency in the game, 10 Nook Miles tickets is 20,000 Nook Miles, which is a long time to to get. I mean, you've been playing it from day one and you've got about nearly 20,000, 20-something thousand saved up, haven't you done? So you can imagine how long it's took to get to that point. Yeah, I just bought then, the robot DIY. That's how many... <laughs> Um, but then there were some people on there that were really honest saying look Matt it's a part of the game it's a feature in the game if you want to leave a donation that's fine if not just you know don't run over my flowers follow the path to the nooks cranny so it's it's finding it's spending a bit of time looking for it if you want to do it spend some time looking through don't aim for what I found is people that are like putting prices up of 700 bells for your turnips ah asking for stupid donations or like, look, you're not coming in unless you've got these star fragments or gold DIY crafting cards or stuff that's really inachievable in the game unless you've done a lot of time traveling and messing about. Um, And then don't sell until you've checked the price. (laughs) I've seen so many people like um, on Reddit and Twitter complaining about the turnip exchange that are saying that people are faking the price. So you get there and you think, oh, I'm going to make 550 bells of turnip. This is amazing. I'm going to walk away with, which when I worked out the amount of bells you can, the amount of turnips you can carry is 3,900 for everything. If you're going to take a gold nugget as a donation, um, you can make two, just under 2.1 million bells at about 550. So I've done a lot of maths oh on it. God. You've done <laughs> some math, man. <laughs> um, so like, you get there, you turn up thinking, great, I'm going to make 2 million because it's at 550. <laughs> you sell without checking the price and the bell price is like 90 bells per turnip and you're walking away with less than what you put into it. You kind of start shooting yourself in the foot. So always check. So it's like, when I've done it, because we did it yesterday, I mean, for you guys, it's still today, but we did it yesterday, me and the wife, and she made five point something million, I made four point something million, 
and every time we went in we used the chat function we say hello um we just we tell them we're not we're going to check the price first before we give whatever we're donating went in checked it go out i dropped my little gold nugget said thank you went back in sold the turnips made massive bank and like we always do a little gesture of waving say bye so it's it's a really there is a polite side to it and a really nice keeping with the animal crossing community theme but just to be careful because you you there's nothing worse than thinking, oh, this is really going to benefit me, and then walking away really frustrated and having a bit of a sour taste to the game because nobody wants that. It's a brilliant game. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. And now the wife's playing it, I'm absolutely loving the local play aspect of it where we're helping each other out all the time. So it's just That's to be good. careful. That's good. And it is high risk, high reward. Yep. Which is why I think doing it, like Nick was saying, like it's okay to do it within the community, but doing it doing it with random people online might not be. Um, that's to me is the biggest part of it is I the risk of it the risk of turnips is no longer there, and now you're taking the risk of like trusting a human. It just kind of messes with the whole spirit of of what they're trying to do. So keeping it within your community, like your tight knit community. Um, and anybody out there, if you want to uh, jump in on the Nintendo Dads Discord and join us there, if you want to get some good turnip prices or you want to just hear us chat about this kind of stuff in the Discord, um, the Nintendo Dads have a Patreon, and for a dollar a month, you're in. It's like, you know, it's you really can still not. Test it, right? You still is it still oh, free? Yeah, I think they're still so doing a trial long. period. So yeah, yeah, there's still a trial period that they're doing. So yeah, you can get in for free right now. But normally, Dan's right; it's a dollar a month. Yeah, and that's you know you're totally welcome there. Just don't be a jerk. That's right. <laughs> the, uh, the one thing I wanted to ask Sean: What is the average wait time for uh, for this queue that you you know? So you get in there, you have these hundred people. Like, what was your average wait time to get the code to go to the event? Yesterday. The first time I went in, it was 35 minutes. I timed it. It was 35 minutes, which I joined the queue, started doing like dinner prep with the wife and washing a few pots up. And we just had the, we had an iPad each set up in the kitchen and we were both in different queues. And we just literally had the switches downstairs with us um, and waited. That's it. 35 minutes. I think I got in just before the wife, um, and then once you're in, because of this queue system and they're, they're limiting it to so many people visiting the island, it takes a couple of minutes to get in and on the island. So 35 minutes waiting time and then say 10 minutes to sell your turnips. That's it. So five minutes. Yeah. So it's, if I could make that in real life, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes. Well, the black market does exist, so. Yeah. But then I did have one last night before I went to bed, and I literally clicked on join the queue, and I was at the front of the queue, got the code, and was like, oh dear, I haven't put everything in my pockets. I have not turned my switch on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> trying to do everything really quickly, and I was like, because some people, if like after five minutes you haven't started to join the island, they'll kick you out of the queue. And like I joined this queue, got straight to the front, brilliant and then literally as i was booting the switch and looking at it, the queue went like went from no people to 200 people in the queue within 30 seconds yeah that's so. crazy crazy all right awesome well it's a great discussion uh we are now going to jump into the rumors and spoilers 
section of our podcast. So if you want to stay spoiler free and you don't want to hear what somebody possibly data mined that may or may not be coming to a future to Animal Crossing near you in the future, um, you can duck out right here. We appreciate you listening and we would love for you to continue to do that as long as we're doing this thing. Yeah, just to give just a real quick deal here. So if this is where you're ducking out, if this is where you're going to leave, just let me tell you um, that we are, Dad Crossing is a part of the Nintendo Dad family of podcasts, and you can find our content um, on wherever podcasts are found, including um, our sister-in-law podcast, uh, Dads After Dark. And so, uh, you know, but you can also reach out to us on Instagram and on Twitter at NDadCrossing, and we would love to chat with you there. And then, as Dan said, um, also on Discord is definitely a possibility through uh, the Nintendo Dad's Patreon. I want to know how they got downgraded from sister to sister-in-law. That's, that's <laughs> well, a story for another time. That another is, podcast. That is, yeah. uh-huh. It's another yeah. podcast. So, definitely. there has been... Uh, some data mining going on in the Animal Crossing community online, and we're going to go through what this individual, whose name is not in my notes, but Ninji, whoever you I don't want. know if you say that. Ninji? I don't know. Ninji. Yeah. Thank you, Ninji. Um, as a, as a, as a um, disclaimer for all of this, these are things that it's very possible that these are things that were in development at one point and now no longer are, because these are these are like phrases that you find in code. So it's a little nebulous as to like, when are they coming? What exactly does it do? Is it even something that's coming? Is this a code name for something else? So you could take everything that we're about to say with a big old rock salt sized grain of salt. Now, Crazy Red. If you remember Crazy Red, he's the one who sells you fake art. Does he ever sell you real art? That is yet to be determined. He apparently shows up on your private beach. Um, yeah. Nick, you had a question about this. What's your question about this? Well, yeah. So this would, I mean, this would certainly not surprise me if it was in there. I mean, um, art has been, has been something that we've collected in Animal Crossing. Was it since the beginning? I believe so. Yeah. I believe, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, so I thought, mm-hmm. um, uh, but I did I have know. this question. I have uh, two tiki torches and a uh, and swing on my private beach right now. So I just wonder. Yeah, I got a hammock. Yeah, I just wonder like what's going to happen to my stuff. I mean, now I did. I will. I will say I did see a mock up that somebody had done where Red doesn't actually like put a tent or anything on the beach. He just kind of like pulls a boat up to the beach. And then you can reach, you can talk to him from the boat. That's all mock-up stuff that people were just like, this is how it could work. But yeah, that was my first thought was like, yeah. well, wait, do I got to move my, do I got to move Waker, my swing? Wind Waker Beatles style. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, anything's possible. It's, 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 I, I never really understood the point of this character because um, it's, he sells you fakes. So what are you even, what are you doing with them? Well, some and are real, one's real, and two some are, are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. so how it worked, if I, if I have this correct, how it worked is, and I actually didn't realize, but there was a way to tell if you knew the art he was selling. I did not know this until like actually- you knew it in real life? Real life, yeah, real life. So credit this, I, I believe I heard this on, uh, on Nintendo Guru's uh, podcast. Um, 
Shout out to Guru. Shout out, Shout out to, to Guru. That's right. So apparently, if you real life knew it, there were small tweaks to the painting, and you could find the one that was the right one. But yeah, so the thing was, you spend an exorbitant amount of money, if I if I recall correctly, like fifteen thousand bells you would spend for one of these paintings. You could only buy one, if I'm correct. And uh, yeah, I then, remember that. I never bought from him. <laughs> I believe I believe it was only one. And so you had a 33, there's three paintings. You had a 33% chance of getting the right one that you could take to the museum. Otherwise, you would walk your happy self to the museum, give it to Blathers, and Blathers would be like, uh, yeah, this is a fake. So congratulations <laughs> on not doing any, on just like losing all those bells. And then you could go sell it to Tom Nook for like 50 bells. Yeah, I don't remember, but it was something like that. And so, but I, I think he'll be back. I think he's in this. That, that means the return of paintings, which is, which also probably means the return of the painting gallery in the museum, which we will get to here. Museum upgrades apparently coming. Places for art throughout the building. Two more standalone buildings to add on, which are the museum shop, um, which uh, there's a note here that says New Leaf had a space for rent in the museum based items for yeah sale. so so let me let me um first off i was surprised that these were standalone buildings we don't know what that means but i mean it sounds to me that's exactly how it was read on um and i need to give a shout out to animal crossing world um that's where i got all this from um was a blog post that they did so shout out to them. They got it from Ninji, who is, according to them, a very credible data miner. He has he has data mined some other stuff. Right, right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so they're standalone buildings. And apparently New Leaf had, you could rent a space to kind of put extra items in. And also in this space, there was a little shop where they would sell museum stylized items. I don't entirely know what that means, but that's, that was it. Cool. Like miniature dinosaur skeletons yeah that's what i'm guessing yeah. but i don't entirely right. know <laughs> i seem to remember that being a thing um and then also the museum cafe which which uh i'm hoping means the return of brewster because brewster was the man and yeah. um yeah yeah i, I want brewster's happy back. about that yeah i built myself a little uh, seaside cafe on my island i'd be happy to have a legitimately cafe cafe run by Brewster. That would be fun. Yeah, the, the, the part with the museum upgrades and saying that it's a stand, standalone buildings is when you walk into the museum, you've obviously got your bugs to the left, fish to the right, fossils down. You've got the stairs going up. So could that be where your cafe and your, your shop ends up at the top of the stairs? Because that seems like those stairs are there just to make it look nice, but it'd be nice if they actually use them as part of something yeah i don't understand that phrase standalone buildings to add on because maybe that that might be a misprint or or mis mis translation i don't know where these came from but um Mm. yeah that's a bit confusing to me yeah i think you're totally right though sean i think if it's going to be anywhere it's going to be in that in that funky like go upstairs and make a u and come back down like that never made any sense like why is that why is that there if that's all you're doing to go sit on the bench. Y'all don't go sit on that bench and just hang out? How much hanging out do you guys actually do on your island, just sitting and enjoying something? You had a thunderstorm on your island, right, Nick? 
did, and I loved it. And I didn't sit, I fished the entire time. But I mean, at night, sometimes I will put these headphones on, these Steel Series headphones, um, and I will plug in, especially if the wind's really whipping on my island, and I will sit on my hammock or in one of my rocking chairs and just kind of look out because they have done spot on. And I know I've said this a million times, but I just can't say it enough. They have done a spot on job with the sound effects, with the wind and the night effects and all of it. And it is really great to listen to. Yeah, I totally agree. What were you going to say, Sean? Um, I spent quite a bit of time walking around the museum. I like the, it sounds daft as well, but changing your outfits for the wand in the museum and listening to the difference in footsteps. That's all. <laughs> I like it. Walking you know, you got to find your thing in Animal Crossing. Walking around the socks is padded. and It's just somewhere because everything echoes. So it was a, I thought it was a good place to try and see if different clothing makes different noise, different footwear makes different noise. But I like the especially the fishing one and the bugs part. I like walking around in there and seeing everything. I think it's quite a nice addition to be able to see everything moving around and especially that bit where you see the big um, swirl of fish, the big tank. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. When I got paths and I laid a bunch of them out, it's cool how they all sound different on your shoes or whatever shoe you're wearing that Mm. too. So that's awesome. Um, Bush is returning six different types azalea, hydrangea, hibiscus, sweet olive, and holly. That's awesome. I'm super down for some shrubs, shrubbery on my, on my lawn. I want that. <clears throat> and a new gardening shop. Yeah. So that, that, not sure what they meant by that. If it, if you read it, I'm not sure if it's a shop or if it's an interface menu. It was difficult for me to understand what they meant by that because they went into like sea gardening. They started to use too much programming language for me, programming jargon for me to like understand (laughs) entirely what they meant. And so I was like, okay, it's like a shop or an interface. I'm not sure if it's a shop or a menu. That's my point. Right, right, right. Um, Vegetables also growing tomatoes, potatoes, carrots, pumpkins, wheat, sugar cane. Um, I'm, I would, this is great to me. I love I love farming, farming sims, that kind of thing. Throw me a little bit of that at Animal Crossing and let me do it. That's awesome. Yeah, My I'm, thought, of, go ahead, Sean, go ahead. I'm, I'm big into the flower concept at the moment, so I'm trying to grow all the different hybrids. So then the idea of having to be able to build a little field and plant different vegetables for whatever reason, just other than to have them there, <laughs> um, I'd really enjoy that. Well, I would imagine it's going to it's going to coincide with their next point, which is you're going to be able to cook. I would imagine there are ingredients that you get throughout your island, including your fruit, grow some vegetables, make some make something that you cook. Um, but Nick, you have an opinion about these vegetables, don't you? Well, I don't know. So to me, there have always been a delineation between my my. I always said Stardew Valley, but I mean, what originally started off as Harvest Moon series and then stardew valley came out and kind of took that over i know they're still a thing but anyways and animal crossing like and the delineation was gardening right was vegetables was growing these vegetables and it's like okay that's what the difference is i know when stardew valley came out everybody said and actually this is what got me into the nintendo dad's discord because the nintendo dads were like 
well, Stardew Valley's just like Animal Crossing. And I'm like, no, it's not at all. It's like Harvest Moon. I was like, ah. And so like I had to go into Discord to be like, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> um, and so I don't know that I want the two to merge in that way. Now, there isn't relationships yet in Animal Crossing like there is in Harvest Moon. But uh, I don't know. I'm not... I have said that I just think I need some time to wrap my head around having like farming in my animal crossing because it's just so foreign to me, quite frankly. I, I disagree with you. (laughs) I mean, I love Stardew Valley. I love it. Um, And uh, there's a certain penguin on my Island that I am quite fond of that I would like to date. But I can't do that in my Animal Crossing game, can I? No. No, you cannot. Well, you tried, and apparently. You went I, on a first date, apparently. Well, she was sitting down, and I hopped up there, and I, we had a nice little conversation about ice or something, um, and shared a tea. Uh, and, and it was pleasant, but, I mean, you know, there's no relationship here. I want her to move into my house, you know? that If they had relationships in Animal Crossing, that's the day that I lose my entire real life, and I just live in my Animal Crossing house. That's, that's how that goes. Um, need a poll uh, on Discord. Do you want relationships in Animal Crossing? Because, see, I really don't. I don't <laughs> at all want You could just ignore the feature then. You don't have to date anyone. It's true. It's true. Like, if it's yeah. like Harvest Moon. Like, I, to be fair, in Harvest Moon, I, I hardly ever get married. I only get married in Harvest Moon if I'm like, I need somebody to help me walk because my garden is so big. I need somebody. So I find the one that like helps with gardening and watering. So I'm like, all right, you, I'm going to marry you. Purely although purely. knowing you, Nick, you would do it just for the achievement. Well, that's true. You would do it. And <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, there's some perk you get by live, having an animal live in your house and you would, you know, yeah. I'm sure they don't want to have some kind of bestiality situation. That is a little awkward. Uh, so let's move on. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just quickly looking through the Twitter post from Inji. Yes. Uh, he's actually put little photos up of the code, and it is very interesting. I mean, I, I've done a little bit of coding in the past um, using... Enlighten us. Yeah, Visual. go for it. And it's it's things like... Uh, so there's obviously little bits of code for if you walk up to a tr- up to a tree, and you hit the action button, you can then shake that tree. In the code in here, there's a um, bit of something that says PC stack 64, which is the input I believe equals bush swing shake. So if you walk up to something and hit the action button, it then will shake the bush or swing it or. But yeah, they've got that written in. They've got it written in. It's just underneath where it's all written for the tree, but it's mm. not enabled. It's currently red, which means it's not enabled. Hmm. So it is quite interesting. It's so it seems that, pretty legitimate. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is so, cool, Sean. It's cool to see like where the source of all this is coming from and how they even know. Yeah. Um. Uh. So our point number five we hinted at earlier is cooking. My big thing with cooking is I want to know what the perk is. Why would I bother making food? You know what I mean? Any thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. Breath of the Wild. That's the only thing I can link it to. I've not played Stardew or Harvest Moon. But Breath of the Wild, you made different 
different combinations did different things. So some gave you better strength, some gave you made you quicker, resi less resistant to heat, less resistance to cold, um, or other way around, more resistance even. Um, I don't know. I can't so the see only way the only way that would work at Animal Crossing is like, okay, now I can run a little faster. Yeah. Now maybe bees don't sting me. Now or when they do, I heal or whatever. Um, yeah. being chopping down a tree only takes two swings. Like, there's no like stats to speak of. So, yeah. mm. so there is some probable or there is some probabilities that I don't want to say probably stats. I don't know what you want to call it, but I've talked about her before. The fortune teller. Yeah, there's like um, luck. Yeah, and so there's like luck. So like you, you would pay, and you could you could pay so much, and you would either have bad luck or good luck. Katrina, the fortune teller, I think was her name. Um, and sometimes you get bad luck, and you so you could maybe put a recipe together and eat, and maybe now you're more likely to get gold bal gold balloons with presents, or maybe those presents are more likely to give you fifteen thousand dollars, or maybe you're more likely to find high fish, high priced fish, or something. Um, I could see that. That's the only thing I can think of as perks, other than I have another reason to poop in your toilet, Dan. <laughs> well, I did get a toilet from the item swap, so we're ready to go. Anytime. Anytime, Nick. The, the only thing I'd like, if you could make one that's quicker, because there's an achievement for catching five or six wasps in a row. So when you shake the tree, the honeycomb drops, and you run, turn around to try and catch them. If you can do that like five or six times in a row, you get it a Nook Miles ticket for that. I'll ticket with you get an achievement card for doing that. Sure. Oh, okay. That's hard um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, so there's things that are just like, I could see the activities in the game becoming swifter and that kind of thing. So that there, there's some, there's some room for, for uh, stuff there. Um, diving and sea creatures returned. I remember this being a thing in uh, New Leaf, and that was quite fun. I was kind of surprised that it that New Horizons didn't have this getting out of the gate, considering swimming is a pretty vacation-y activity, if you ask me. Um, you, you had to get the wetsuit first before you could do it. Right. There is no doubt in my mind. There's never been any doubt in my mind that this was going to be in the game or was in the game later on. I mean... To me, Nintendo's big hint at this was the the random diver suit with the submarine in the museum. I like it just just in there randomly, and I never made any sense to me. The only right. that was the big hint of this is going to be in here. So this this was not not a shock to me at all that that they found this. Yes, um, I'm going to be hype when that drops because because diving and catching different fish and just kind of seeing what was down there, finding treasure chests, all that stuff was really, really fun in New Leaf. Um, and I'd love to see what underwater looks like in New Horizons. Um, and finally is a second upgrade to Nook's Cranny, which uh, it has been a, a topic of controversy amongst Animal Crossing fans is how exactly do you upgrade Nook's Cranny? There is a list floating around and some people have said like, well, mine got upgraded but the game hasn't even been out for 30 days yet. So what does that even mean? Nobody knows. Um, so the fact that there's a second upgrade to Nook's Cranny, which is a staple of the series. I mean, in, in New Leaf, Nook's Cranny upgrades like three or four times. So mm -hmm. um, uh, 
the only and I've I've seen the upgraded Nook's cranny in on other people's islands that I visited for various reasons, but um, it's just more items, really. Yeah, and that's usually what it is. I think this is brilliant. This is there is probably going to be four or five upgrades to Nook's cranny. Um, but this is Nintendo's way to say, you can time travel all you want. Same thing with events. You can time travel all you want, but you're not going to get what you think you're going to get because we have it locked down behind updates. Right. So, you know, somebody has time traveled 90 days, probably trying to figure out how many days they got to go for this next upgrade. And they're like, it's just not here. It's just not here. Cause it's just not here yet. And Nintendo doesn't want you to have all that immediately. It's, it is the little things Nintendo does to kind of be like, all right, you can do whatever you want, but you're not going to get this. I think it's great. Love it. That, that brings up an interesting point. Like if I, if I start the game on launch and I fast forward to bunny day, there was an update that, that like preceded bunny day. Was Bunny Day part of that update? If I fast forwarded to Bunny Day before the update, is Bunny Day not a thing? No, Bunny Day would not have been there. Really? Yeah, I mean, from everything, so let me back up and say I have not, I have not time traveled, so I don't know, but from everything I understand, we had an update, um, I don't, I, it was a few days before April, I believe, that, and that, that we loaded, and that's when Bunny Day became available for time travel. Um, now anybody who's listening to this, please set me straight on, on Twitter or anything else if I'm wrong, but that's how, that's how I understand it, that these holiday events are updates. That's what they said in the, um, in the direct. And so right now not being updated, it's not there. My only, my only issue with that is there are people in the world who just don't have internet or proper internet that are playing animal crossing. Right. And they just want to play animal crossing. You know, are they not getting Bunny Day at all because they're still on 1.0.0? Possibly. I mean, I need to look at, see, because Earth Day is tomorrow, so there should have been an update, you'd hope, 48 to 24 hours previous. You'd think. If it doesn't come today for you, tomorrow for us, then I don't know when it's going to come. That's my big question. That's a if, good anybody, question. if anybody in the community out there listening has an answer to that, I would be very interested to know how people without internet are experiencing Bunny Day. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer to that question. But to, I mean, to how it reads in the direct is that these are updates that aren't out yet. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just very quickly. Go to McDonald's and update yeah. your Switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to McDonald's. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Social distancing. Nobody's could, going anywhere. No, else. you could park outside of a yeah, McDonald's in your car. And, you know, right. go to a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Just sit there. That's They'll bring your coffee to your car. Pay with just your app. Flicking through his um, Twitter feed about all the information that we've just been talking about. A lot of that was pulled from version 1.0.0. So the original first, like even before. Oh, interesting. I think on day release, we had a patch straight away, didn't we? Which took it to 1.1. We did. A lot of that information. So, because he was saying that it's there in 1.0, but then in 1.1, some of that information had gone or was hidden. So, yeah. Yeah. Is it, oh crap, we're sending it out, data miners are going to be all over this, let's pull back, release a patch for for the the multiplayer, 
and remove a few bits of information we don't want people to see. So that makes sense. Yeah. My big, um, you know, when as soon as this game launched, there are things that were blatantly obviously missing. You know, like paintings. You know, like scuba diving. Um, certain stores just are absent from from the uh, from the islands, and so. Um, Nintendo has been with all of their games sending out updates. You know, we just got a Mario Maker 2 update announcement today. Um, that game, you know, that game may have been just dead in the water as far as we all know, but they're still updating it. So it's no surprise that there are planned updates for Animal Crossing. And I imagine we will get some staples of the series back on the islands um, so in, very, in the weeks to come, even months to come. Very quickly. Um, I've just done a quick software update check for it, and as of 6 a.m. UK time, it's still on version 1.1.4. Right. So, yeah. So um, we'll have to wait the next couple of days to see if that's an update, or maybe that was part of the last update. They just didn't want to talk about it. Any, they did any... unveil it in that update. I mean, I don't know if it was in the update, but I just mean they mentioned it when on the Twitter when when they brought that out. Then so, it's probably part of that update. Well, I imagine we won't get one. Anywho, again, I want to mention that all the things we just talked about could very well never happen because this is data mining, which which some of this code might just be things that were at one point in the game and now are no longer are part of development code. Um, it might be code names for other things. We just do not know. You know, maybe just some ideas. Maybe they're putting them in there just to screw with us. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I mean, I mean, it'd be horrible, but it'd be awesome. Deep down inside, I think it's probably funny. Dude, that's a theory that I have. I am, I am so convinced that Nintendo drops false information to leakers just to throw everybody off. Recently, there was that leak that there were going to be a bunch of Super Mario, like classic Mario game remakes, like Mario 64 and, and uh, Galaxy and all that. And I was sitting here, everybody's getting excited. I'm like, none of this is happening. You guys are being duped. Don't get hyped for something that's never going to happen. <laughs> Anywho, I think that's going to about do it for us today, guys. Anything else you want to throw in to this Animal Crossing pie that we're baking? Um, in your museum, have you noticed on the floor, especially in the dinosaur exhibit or the fossil exhibit, that there is painted circles on the floor. Yes. Have you stood in them? No. What does that do? Um, especially in the fossil exhibit, if you stand there where the meteor looks like it's hitting the earth, that little flashing beacon. If you stand in, there's a blue circle. You stand there, it changes the view inside the museum and expands it and lifts it up towards the ceiling a little bit so you can see all your different exhibitions. There's a lot There's little things like that just to make it even nicer <laughs> I only noticed that yesterday I was like oh there's a blue circle on the floor what happens if I stand in this blue circle oh <laughs> I'm gonna go do that right now <laughs> yeah me too I did not know that at all that's that, amazing that yeah. that is that's really cool that's this good. is why you listen to dad crossing to get knowledge bombs like that that's what's up I did want to ask you Sean how is it like so you went from when we started when like I was like, who wants to do an Animal Crossing? You were like, I've never played, but I'm excited to try it. Yeah. To like, now you're totally in it, doing turnip exchanges, and now you're doing this, like your wife's right beside you doing it. Like how, how has that journey from like zero to 60 been? 
Um, it's took me over 125 hours. That's how much I've put into this game. I'm at 70. I just checked yesterday. So your island, Dan, looks far better than mine. I have literally just been chasing flowers. Critters. Chasing those bells, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my, yeah. that's my whole thing. My whole goal is to is the aesthetic of my island needs to be on point. I've had I've had people at work who have discovered the podcast sort of like laugh and say you you're talking about a game that has small creatures in it. What are you doing? <laughs> um but I I'm enjoying it. I've enjoyed the game. The game's fantastic to play. It's especially in the current circumstances, I think it's for people's mental health. It's giving them something to do on a daily basis. Um, I think without that, I think me and the wife would have been pretty crazy. I think it's one of the reasons why she's really big into it is because we're at home. We've got three kids. We can't go anywhere to do anything with the three kids. We've been blessed in the UK with very nice weather for once. I mean, you can see it behind me now. The guys, mm-hmm. too, listen to me, but it's going to be like nearing 19 degrees today, which is for april in the uk is fantastic what's that in fahrenheit um 40 no probably 40 because that's, that's cold that's cold um, <laughs> well it's cold if you're from, that's cold if you're from texas <laughs> 19 yes 66. yes it is nick 60 ish <laughs> yeah 60 oh, that sounds about that sounds nice yeah yeah it is we i mean we've got a really big inflatable paddling pool in the garden that we had delivered yesterday because like the youngest, he really likes to get out and about and do stuff. But in regards to the game, it's given us a bit of a distraction. So, like on a morning after we've done breakfast, we spend like an hour sat together. We'll do his daily chores in the morning and talk about what we want to do later on in the day. And then once the kids are in bed, we'll spend like maybe another hour or two sat together, like swapping items or, um, or I've got so and so on my island, so I'll go and catch a load of fish. Um, if you want to come and catch them fish as well it's up to you but you're not going to make any money from it but I'll then split what I make we've we've done a lot of sharing bells between me and the wife which is probably why she's as far in as she is um, yeah, it helps a lot yeah um, but it's it's brilliant I mean like I said I never played I played a little bit of New Leaf just to get a grasp of what the game was like before this started Um but yeah, I think it's fantastic. My cousin last night, she came across to my island, um, just to have a look around because she's just started with it to see what things were. She took a few bits of fruit, but she played New Leaf a lot prior to this, and she still thinks it's blown it out of the water. Awesome. awesome. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed awesome. it, and it's thanks to the Nintendo Dust community and you guys for inviting me on to be a part of it. <laughs> That's kind of made me discover a game that I, that I probably wouldn't have really played. So this came out on the same day Doom Eternal came out, and I've not even touched Doom Eternal yet. <laughs> oh, Resident Evil. Well, we're super, we're super glad you're you're on the podcast, and we're happy to have you, Sean. And honestly, yeah. Animal Crossing is just one of those games where it it looks real stupid. It just looks like the dumbest. Why would you be doing chores in a video game when you have actual real life chores to do? And you don't understand it until you play. Nintendo magic. It's only Nintendo, I think, that could mm-hmm. ever take a game like this and really sell it like they've sold it. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, on that, Nick, I think it's time for you to bring us home. Let's get out of here. Hey, we want to uh, we want to say thanks to the Nintendo Dads for uh, helping us make this happen. Uh, we are on their main feed. You can find us. You can find them wherever podcasts can be found. And uh, once you find them, you'll find us. Um, we are also on Instagram. We are on YouTube, and we are on Twitter at Ndad Crossing. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up. And you uh, you heard about our Discord, so. Uh, feel free to look up uh, the Nintendo Dads Patreon and find us, find them there and join our channel. So for Dan Caparello, for Sean Abbott, and for myself, Nick Metzger, hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy. Have a good one, folks. Keep it real, turkeys. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.